0: What's going on guys, it's Damani and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove B Word. Okay, talking about a bunch of stuff, the new project, Skydive, if you want to know. That's pretty much it man, stay tuned. They say you can't remember what you're wearing when you dreaming, will I be fresh as hell? She asked what kind of cologne that I got on, the smell of
1: What's up y'all, we got Damani off the porch today, how are you feeling?
0: Amazing. <laughs>
1: that watermelon, you, you, you really going into that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting down. <laughs> so is that like your favorite
0: fruit? Hmm, watermelon, mango, pineapple, stuff like that.
1: I love it. Now let's talk about your live performance, your live Juneteenth performance. How was it getting back on stage after being on lockdown?
0: It's a blessing um it felt crazy i think that was the first time in like two years a year and a half something like that it was crazy man i was out of breath i was excited um brought my pops out that was cool that's something i always wanted to do um yeah and people received it well so it was it was cool
1: i definitely saw your dad come out i was like look at this
0: yeah (laughs) man yeah
1: Now, a lot of us have watched some of your childhood through Family Hustle, but for you personally, how would you describe your childhood and your
0: upbringing? Childhood? It was too good. For real, it was too good. Every day is a celebration. Mm. And then I go to school. Or, or play with some kids in the neighborhood my mom and i would be like, dang, I can't even tell them how, how good my weekend was, because they ain't did nothing like this. So it just made me sad. I don't know. It just made me sad, but I had a great childhood.
1: And being that you were in the spotlight for a long time, what would you say were some challenges that you had to face with that?
0: Growing in front of the world. Making mistakes in front of the world. Figuring out who you are in front of the world. And uh, people just comment on every little thing. That's what it is. That's it.
1: So when did it take you to really get used to all of that?
0: You don't. Don't get used to it. When you get used to it, they call you bougie. They call you Hollywood. That when you get used to it. I ain't going to get used to it.
1: So since you said that you're never going to get used to it, did you kind of train yourself to not adapt to thinking that way?
0: Nah, I feel like a lot of people treat celebrities like they're not human and then get mad when that celebrity acts like they're not human. So I don't know, man. I feel like, um, I feel like I seem easy to talk to, so I don't think a lot of people would treat me like I'm not human. Some people that will treat me like I'm not human, but I know who I am. Yeah.
1: So I watched a clip um, from your dad's interview with Big Facts, and he spoke on how you turned down 80K from Family Hustle. Mm. Now, talk to us about that.
0: It was time. Time to uh, move, it was time to move on. Growth. Um, Filming the show was fun, man. Filming the show was fun. You get to hang out with your family, do activities. Every day is an adventure. Um, You get just to have fun on camera. So it was kind of tough for me to get out of that, but I know my music is really what I want to do. Music and just creating my own brand that's what I really want to do. And you got to sacrifice stuff, you know?
1: So with you turning down the, the 80K, it was-
0: I like them pants.
1: Thank you. My homeboy made them. I will definitely give you his Instagram once he yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so going back to the 80K, I know, you know, a lot of people be like, dang, you turned down 80K. Like that's kind of stupid. But for you, what did that mean?
0: What did it mean? Um, It just meant that I was focused on what I really wanted to do. Um, That's about it, man. That's about it. It just was focused, sacrifice. Sacrifices have to be made.
1: Now, I was reading an article and I saw that your teacher tried to pass you a demo tape. Whoa. So, what the heck happened with that?
0: I was young. I was in like, I think I was in kindergarten, first grade, or K something, K something. I was young, and uh, I think my dad was in jail. He was locked up, and it was a lot of it was a lot of talk around the school. I'm young. I don't know what's going on. I just know people asking about my dad. Ooh, teachers trying to comfort me. It's gonna be okay. Don't worry about. It. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not even, I, I don't know what's going on. So then, um, it was something. I'm getting, my mom getting ready to uh, pick me up at the end of the school. I don't know if the lady was the teacher, if she was the teacher or if she was a substitute or something, I don't really know. But she gave me a CD, I guess she did music or it was somebody she knew who did music, she gave me a CD and said, yeah, give it to your parents. I did that, I'm a kid, I gave it to my mom. She picked me up, I said, hm, somebody, uh, the teacher gave me this. She turned right back around, went in that school, cussed them folks out. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) But yeah, that's what happened. I don't think she had no ill intentions. She probably mm, probably just thought she was following her dreams, but I'm a little kid. I'm a little kid. We in school. She probably shouldn't do that.
1: (laughs) Now, did you have to run into that teacher again after the incident? I ain't gonna
0: lie, I wouldn't even know who she was. Wouldn't even know. That's like I said I didn't even know if she was a substitute or the real teacher. I don't even remember.
1: Now getting into you as an artist, when exactly did you start making music?
0: Hmm. When did I? Sh- I made my first song when I was like nine years old. That was that. And then I started writing and putting my real feelings in uh, music around like 15, 15 years old, 15, 14. Yeah, I think I started taking shears like 15, 16, something like that.
1: And did you ever, well, when you first started out, did you ever feel any pressure to live up to your dad's legacy? Of
0: course, all the time. But it's just about how you deal with it. How, you, you gonna fold on the pressure or you gonna be the reason, is pressure gonna be the reason you turn into a diamond or you fold? That's it, um, that was it. I just, just kept going. I was just in the studio, because I just wanted to be an artist. I knew I sucked. Yeah. I, knew, I knew my music. I knew what was great music in my head and what my music was. I wasn't like, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't ignorant. I knew this junk was whack, and I didn't want to do it. But I had to keep forcing myself to go to the studio, because I knew I wanted to be an artist for some reason. I'm young. I just want to be an artist. I'm making myself go to the studio, and then um, it's always pressure. It's going to be pressure with everything. I like pressure, man. You get to learn yourself. You get to see how you move under pressure.
1: And who were some musical influences for you?
0: Big, mm, I'd say OutKad, UGK, Dungeon Family, Ooh. Kendrick Lamar. Everybody that was fire, man. All the greats, I ain't gonna lie. All the greats. Then I listened to Sade, Nita Baker. Mm-mm. I listened to a little Jazz, Lil George Benson. Everybody, man. Everybody that's fire. Everybody that's gonna live on forever.
1: Now, when exactly did you start taking it serious?
0: Mm. Taking it serious. I think I was like sixteen.
1: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: At participating McDonald's. Sixteen. I started actually putting my feelings in music. And on top of beats and instrumentals and I started to see how it resonated with people and how it helped me, because I didn't talk much. Um, I talked, but I didn't say nothing that really meant anything. I was just talking, but like I said, I didn't talk much. I didn't talk about my feelings. So, you know, I just put it in the music and I felt like that was like uh, the expression. That was, that was my, um, that was my out. So I just uh, kept going.
1: How are you able to really identify yourself? This just in. Breathing oxygen is linked to staying alive. In today's top story, if you like drinks, you're going to love Drizzly. Drizzly is the number one app for alcohol delivery, where you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, and get them all delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. Sources say that it all can be done on the Drizzly app or on drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. Back to you, Tom.
0: As an artist. Mm hmm. Identify myself as, I don't know. What does that mean, like?
1: Basically, um, kind of like find your niche when it comes to music or what type of music that you want to make.
0: I don't know. I just know I like, um, I just like stuff that make me feel exactly like how I'm feeling. I don't know. I like instruments. Um, it's hard to pinpoint it, man. I, I, don't, I don't record a lot. I just, I just hear a beat or hear a loop. Could be a little guitar, a little um, piano, hear a beat, and then see what comes out. I don't know what becomes, I don't know. That's why I don't <laughs> do a lot of features, because I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. So,
1: yeah. Ooh, what is your perspective on features?
0: Features. Like, is it good? yeah features features collaborating with dope artists is, is definitely good um you learning from each other y'all y'all helping each other and music is, is fun man music a lot of time i get caught up and i just be taking uh just look at music so serious you know sometimes when you're around the right people with the right vibe you get to have fun so that's good but um you don't want to get lost in the sauce See what I'm saying? You don't want to get lost. I wanted to have features. I wanted to have a, uh, I wanted to do music with a lot of people, but coming out the gate, I knew I couldn't do that. It wouldn't be respected because it would just look like, ah, you know, I paid for these people. Cause that's what you can do. Um, but yeah, I just chose to just, just do the money first.
1: And when you say lost in the sauce, break that down. Write it down. Break it down.
0: Lost in the sauce, like, Thinking that's the easy way out, thinking that's the way out, OK? The easiest way out, not always the best way. Um, you could get, you can get a big a big artist on your song right now. Well, I don't know. I had, to, I had to look at it differently. I couldn't get no big name artist, because I know I wanted a career. I don't want a song. I want a career. So me, I couldn't. Um, if I would have got a, a bunch of big name artists on the song, I would have got lost in the sauce, and I would have followed the light a little too soon and yeah, messed it up. But um, yeah, that's what I mean by getting lost in the sauce.
1: Now, what would you say is like one of the biggest sacrifices that you've had to make with being an artist?
0: Hmm. Being knowing, being too real, being too real. Biggest, I don't know about biggest, but that's a big sacrifice. Like, sometimes you being too real and say exactly how you feel. You might hurt people's feelings around you. Um, but that's it. You got um, to sacrifice your real life for your artistry sometimes. You'll run into some of that where you're like, dang, do I choose my art or do I choose my life, my real life? And that's a big sacrifice, depending on whatever situation you're dealing with.
1: Now, what made you take the different route from the trap route, like your dad?
0: I didn't grow up in the trap. Simple as that. I didn't grow up in the trap. He grew up in that. You know, he did all type of that stuff. So, we really on the porch, ain't we? <laughs> yeah, there's some water yes. dripping right there. <laughs> you know, he did, a, he did a bunch of that trap stuff, and that's what was around him. And he made it out of that and got his family out of that. What am I still talking about that for? We got things. We moving on. Um, yeah, that's what it is. It's just I just didn't grow up around that. So I just my music is me. That's it.
1: Now, what are your current thoughts on the rap game right now?
0: Um, We're figuring out a lot.
1: What do you mean by that? My
0: bad. We're figuring out a lot. So, we got social media. We got quarantine. We got pandemic. Folks not able to uh, do shows like they want to. And, um, It's like it's. It's a lot of rappers. It's a lot of artists, but it's been. It's a lot of people being filtered through. Like fast, I think before Corona, you could kind of fake it a little bit longer. And before like social media, you could kind of fake it a little bit longer. But now it's like, dude, you ain't performing. You about to go crazy. You about to go um start some beef or something China you need to pay your mortgage your rent your etc these folks figuring it out these the audience growing so fast man these folks smart you can't in you can't trick these people like just keep thinking you're gonna trick your fans that's what I would say um but it's a lot of creativity man it's a lot of people being themselves a hundred percent and that's great um a lot of new sounds new waves And that's what I love.
1: Um, What do you feel like is missing from today's music scene, if anything?
0: Mission. (sighs) Mm -hmm. What is missing? Quality. I would say quality. That's missing. It's not missing, but it's not a lot of it. That's what I would say.
1: And when you say quality, what do you mean specifically by that?
0: Mm. Mm. It's a lot of microwave, microwave songs. I'm sorry, I'm speaking in riddles. Um, bunch, of, bunch of people doing a lot of stuff for temporary success um I think if it was more quality what I mean by quality is like being real talking about what you see outside talking about what's really going on um take some time to listen listen to the song you just recorded don't release it tomorrow listen to it a couple days maybe you might feel different maybe you might add some more stuff maybe you might switch some words like it's the same people it's a bunch of the same rhyming words just being recycled and recycled. A lot of the same similes, metaphors being recycled. Lil Wayne done took that. You gotta do, we got Lil Wayne. You know, we gotta, um, that's what I mean by quality. Cause it's, um, I feel like it's growing so fast. Yeah.
1: Now what genre would you say your music would fit in? I
0: don't know genre. People gonna put it in hip-hop. People probably gonna put a little R&B. People gonna put it in whatever they want to categorize it in. I, that's not my job. I just make the music. Just make sure it's real. Make sure. I was about to say make sure I like it. I don't even gotta like it. Sometimes my people be liking it and they tell me put it out, <laughs> I put it out. So you don't even gotta like all your music. Um, but yeah that's it I don't try to. that's not my job I don't have to worry about it
1: now I would say and I hate using this word like conscious rap yeah <laughs> I hate saying the because I know some people be like eh. but I would say your lane is definitely to me like listening to it's like true lyricism like conscious rap mm. what do you feel is a misconception about conscious rap
0: misconception about conscious rap. And why do you think
1: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That it's not as big as it could be.
0: Maybe a lot of folks ain't conscious. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people, ignorance is bliss. I would say that. It's sometimes it's fun to not know. It's cool to not know. It's cool to not know all the chemicals and stuff in your food, because now you got to eat right. And it's, sometimes it's not cool to eat right. You want to eat a cheeseburger. You want to eat a slice of cheese, pepperoni pizza. Some folks ain't, some, sometimes it's not fun. People want to have fun. You know, people go to work, and them worked all week, Got to pay these bills, got to They're not worried about, you know what I'm saying? They ready to have some fun. Folks ready to celebrate. They done made it through the week. That's a celebration. So that what I'd say. For some folks ain't ready to be conscious, but conscious music is just being aware. That's, is nothing too deep. <sighs> um, just being aware, knowing who you are. That's it, being aware.
1: And talk to us about Forever Records.
0: You know something, huh? Forever Records is my label that I created. Um, forever Records is just its just me saying that anything that comes out of this tunnel is gonna live on forever. Anything that comes, anything that got that Forever Records stamp on it, is gonna live on forever. It's going your story's gonna live on forever. The impact gonna live on forever. You gonna be able to listen to it from years years down the line. That's what it is.
1: And
0: what made you want to start your own label? Why not, man? All these other folks got these labels. All these other folks got these um, major labels, and in- indie labels. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All they did was start a label. They ain't think, I'm pretty sure they ain't think too much about it. They just started a label. It's good to have your own stuff, man. I don't want to. I try to cut out as many middlemen middle as possible. Um, just to have control. Have control and know what's going on. I don't always want to ask somebody else what's going on and trust that they're telling me the truth. Yeah, that's it, having your own and being able to help more people. It's hard to help more people when somebody hit you upside the head with a price. Now you gotta hit somebody upside the head even harder. You're not helping, man, you're just trying to get by.
1: Um, would you say it was a little easier navigating through the industry with your dad being T.I. or?
0: Definitely, um, it's about who you know. It's about who you know and how they know you. Anybody could be a superstar, I believe. Anybody, literally anybody. It's whoever they put money behind, whoever they push. You be with these people and you get introduced to other people and they say, yeah, he's the one. And that's all they know about you. That's all they, all they know is um let's say drake all they know is drake just said that he's the one. Oh, he's the one this is drake saying this that's all you need and you got a chance but yeah it's definitely um it's definitely who you know um but like i said my music is gonna live on forever um, a lot of people can fake it for a minute and get a couple hot songs but yeah you can't buy a career. That's what I believe. You can't, you can't pay people to come out and, and buy tickets to your show and support you for your whole career and support whatever else you're supporting. You can't pay for that. But if you know the right people, you can definitely, you got a better shot.
1: And being that you're an Atlanta native, what is the support like for you? What
0: is the support like? I go outside, I get love, I don't know. I, people, people say they love me, people, people say they like the music. Um, I guess the support is cool, we'll see. We'll see with this album, man, we'll see with Skydive. This album's coming out, so we'll see how the support is, I guess, with this one, because this, um, this is my first project since about like two years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I'm finna see.
1: And how would you describe your style of rap? The money. And the type of vibe that it gives off as well.
0: It could be, it could be different vibes. These questions are a little hard. <laughs> um, it could be all kind of vibes, man. It could, whatever I feel, I don't know. You, how would I describe it? I try to be open open as possible until they start hurting people. I try to be open as possible. Um, try to be real with myself first. I keep wanting to drink and eat. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't know, this just sounds like the money. It just sounds like me.
1: Now, have you hurt anybody with your lyrics?
0: With my lyrics? Yes. Like people doing covers to my song, what you mm-hmm. mean?
1: You said, um, you said something about like making music until it hurts, somebody, like your lyrics.
0: Yeah, being, being real until it start hurting people, now what you said?
1: Yes, that's basically what I'm referring to. So I'm asking you, have you, like, has anybody ever got offended with your lyrics that's close to you personally? Oh
0: yeah, man, um, yeah, people probably, people got offended, um, you want me to talk about it?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm talking about what people probably could have got offended. Um, okay, so it was this freestyle I did. I was saying, I said, Pops, I said, sorry, I couldn't take the Hustle Gang chain, something like that. Uh, it's basically saying I didn't sign to my dad's label and, who, 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 and I wanted to be this, and I wanted to do my own thing. He f- probably could have got offended, but I don't think he got offended, but <laughs> you want to know who got offended. I'm not going to say that.
1: Well, you ain't got to tell me all that, but... Now let's get into your new album, Skydive. Sky Dive, yes. What is yes. Cre- what was the creative process like with this album?
0: Just a kid trying to figure it out, man. I was extra comfortable. I was extra comfortable, maybe too comfortable. Um, everything just came out natural. naturally. Naturally, um, creative process. Man, it was just a bunch of late nights, a bunch of vibes being captured on instrumentals, a bunch of instruments added, a bunch of, bunch of different mixes. You asked me what's the vibe of the project? What's the vibe of the album? Yeah. What is it? Musical, um, <laughs> a lot of instruments, a lot of um a lot of dope artists on it. And it's mainly like it's a lot of songs about females. My, talking about my experiences with females.
1: Ah, uh, you not. Know, yeah. Now we got to now we got to get into a whole different
0: conversation. Right, Why
1: right. was the album referring to females?
0: That's just what came out. That's just what came out of me. Um, a lot of the beats that I heard, the first subject or the first story or the first idea I thought was, oh, experiences with females. Like, some of them were personal experiences. Some of them were stories that I thought were cool and I kind of made up stories or stories from movies or other people's experiences. But either way, It was every time I heard a beat or instrumental or instrument, I thought of something female-related. That was it, and then um, yeah, I came up with Skydive. Skydive is—it's just about commitment, committing, jumping um, with anything in life. A lot of people, if people ask me how did I do it, I'm gonna say I fall in love, fall in love with every single thing, and that's not. It's not just like falling in love with a girl, or with a dude. <clears throat> I'm talking about falling in love with everything you experience. Like fall in love with this opportunity. Fall in love with what someone just promised you. Fall in love with you know, and, and talk about that. Talk about maybe if you were let down, how did that make you feel? Talk about that in your music. Talk about when you weren't, when you wasn't let down and how did that make you feel? But I think falling in love, man, I think that's the answer. That's the way you figure it out. You dive. And what
1: producers did you work with for Skydive?
0: You want to know that? (laughs) Who told you ask
1: that? Huh?
0: Who told you ask that?
1: No, I want to know personally.
0: Hmm. My guy, Mike Will. Mike Will made it. My guy, KP. Um, (laughs) My guy, Mego.
1: Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like
0: never before. You don't gotta say everything um, now. My guy Mars, shoe, big A. Why are you doing that? A lot, of a lot of people. And I know doing. you
1: can't spill any features, can you?
0: Mm. How you know that? Tell us. to, what? You can
1: name like two features on the album. Of
0: course I can. Got my boy, you know Anthony Hamilton? Mm hmm. Okay. Got Anthony Hamilton. Uh, D Smoke. Nasty C. Gay three. Yeah, you like D Smoke?
1: Oh, yeah, that's Man, a five. Now, I do kind of want to take it back to uh, your project, The Time Will Tell. Mm. And why I want to specifically take it back is because your song, A, mm. a Time Will Tell, was very deep. And you mentioned in the song how, you know, your teachers would bring up your dad being in jail. How did you handle all of the backlash that came with that? I
0: didn't know. I I was a kid, man. I was playing. Um, It wasn't until I got older that I realized, like, dang, people was like really being mean. And um, it was a lot of people not being mean, but it's like a blur. It's like a blur. I, I just didn't put it together until I got a little older. But that was it, man. I don't feel negative about it. I just, I just said what I felt, and that's it. It's on the song.
1: And I do know with that album, J. Col- J. Cole called you to congratulate you on it. How right. was that?
0: It was a confirmation that I'm um, headed in the right direction. That's all it was and that's big that's big when you don't know when you don't know where you're going and you just go from making music with you and your people and you just put out a project and you don't know and that's just it's just confirmation that you're headed in the right direction you're on the right path yeah that's what that was and he called me back he called me back i as soon as i dropped it it was like 12 o'clock As soon as it came out i call, i called him i had no reason to call him. we like just exchanged numbers we was not even cool like that. I just called him. He didn't answer. He <laughs> didn't answer. But um, I texted him the project and I was like, check it out if you get some time. I didn't know he was going to call me back. He called me back and said, he, he said all of that. He said it was a classic and stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is a confirmation.
1: Now we got to get into my song, Henny and Chris. That's your song. That is my song. What's
0: your sign? So
1: you said, what's my sign?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Virgo. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now with that song, how did it come about?
0: Um, me being in the studio, my friends talking about, talking about girls, just talking to girls, and then they'd be like, "Oh, the money, she got crystals, she like candles, she got sage." Oh, she the one. People talking like that, and I was just made a song about it. I said she like henny and crystals, a little weed here and there. It just meant, um, I don't want nobody to think I'm talking about doing drugs and drinking, <laughs> you know, yeah. stuff like that. Rarely, I, I don't be talking like that. But um, that was just saying that I like a girl that is aware, is, is aware of who she is, you know what I mean, what's going on in the world, and a girl that still knows how to have fun at the same time. A girl that know how to have fun and is just conscious. That's what I meant.
1: And I also got the chance to look at the visual as well. How did you guys come up with the concept for it?
0: We just wanted to seem as natural as possible. Just go to a grocery store, dang, you see a girl you like, what are you gonna do? You talk to her, hopefully you're saying the right stuff, you know. Hopefully she feel good about what you said, and we'll see how it goes. Y'all exchange numbers, boom, you pull up. It's awkward, you know, just wanted to just capture a real moment, like something that could really happen, and that's that's happening in people's lives. That's all it was, man
1: And we also have Burnout out, we shot the God. What yeah. was it like working with him?
0: It's my cousin, man um we've been We've been saying we needed to get some in, and uh I made the song. He was there when I was recording it. He was there when I was recording it. I didn't know I was going to get him on it. He was just there, and that's why I was, I was talking about him in the song. I was like, my cousin, whoop, I forgot the lyrics. But I was like, my cousin, he crazy, whoop, whoop, shoot up the club, whoop, whoop. <laughs> he was there. That's why I was talking about him.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I, had did, <clears throat> I did my verse, I did my hook, did my verse. And then um, later on, it might have been the next day or the day after that, I said, I need to get shot on this. I said, duh, I'm talking about him, and he got on it. It was just like that. Nothing crazy. We ain't walk up a mountain. We ain't <laughs> do nothing. You know what I mean? It's just that.
1: And you recently dropped your single, Talk About It. Yes. Tell us about that single and what exactly it means to you.
0: Mm. What does it mean to me? Talk about it. It's just, it was a dream. It, I'll be, when, I mean, when, I be looking in space and trying to picture exactly how I felt and what I was thinking when I recorded these songs. That's why I'm answering all these questions so slow. I don't wanna lie. But um, it was just uh, me talking about, just talking about a dream. Me talking about a dream. And I feel like we, we, uh, we executed that vision in the, in the, uh, in the visuals. Yeah, me just talking about um, dreaming. Nightmares, good dreams. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't get I don't feel like I gave you what you wanted with that one.
1: <laughs> Whatever you feel on your heart to say, just let it all out.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna come back. <laughs> okay. Come back to
1: it. Now, when it comes to writing your music, where do you get your inspiration from?
0: Mm -hmm. It could be for anything. Mm. This project, mostly movies, interactions with females, stories about females. Um, That's what this one, that's what this project's inspiration came from. And uh, classical, classical um, music. I would say that.
1: And what would you say is the message that you would want your listeners to grasp from your music?
0: From this project? The message. The message is commit. Commit, fall in love, um, put 110% into whatever you're trying to do. That's the only way you're going to know whether or not it's for you or not for you. Put 110% into it and just jump. Just jump. Whatever it is, jump. Because if you don't jump, you're just gonna constantly think about, dang, what if I would've jumped? And that's a, that sucks, that's a, that's a bad feeling. <sighs> Commit, jump, fall in love, um, accept failure, accept losses, that's what it is.
1: I do like that you said, accept failure, because yeah. you don't hear that a lot at all. S-
0: some people try to go out their way and put themselves out the way. My guy guy told me that. Yeah, some people go out they way trying to clean up a a loss, turn a loss into a W. You could have caught another W here. You looking at this. Um, And you put yourself out the way, trying to fix what was in the past. That's what I say, man, accept the loss. Accept the loss, learn from it. Um, And that's it, you know, just keep growing. You got some experience now. Now you got experience. You really didn't lose. You just gained experience firsthand.
1: So we got talk about it. We got skydive that's about to drop. We got burnout. What is next for you this year? You
0: really seem excited. You excited?
1: Yeah, I think you're dope as hell. So thank you. I'm excited for the project, the skydive. I know it's going to be fire.
0: Thank you. What do I have next? Got to find another challenge. Finding another challenge, finding new areas to grow. um, That's it, man. Still figuring it out. I'm a student, yeah.
1: And before we wrap up, any last words or shout outs?
0: Shout out to Michaela. Shout out to Michaela, she's a dope journalist. Shout out to Terrence, man on the camera, man, editing probably. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Forever Records, something I put together. Um, Shout out to the team, you know, whoop, whoop. Keep going, jump. I don't know what camera to look at, man. Jump, Uh, commit, and that's it, man. Skydive, shoot, man. Thank you for watching. They say you can't remember what you're wearing when you're dreaming. Will I be fresh as hell? She asked what kind of cologne that I got on. The smell of sex appeal. I'm dead for real.
1: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba.